Vida Abundante welcomes you to our SoundCloud page. We'd like to invite you to download our app, available in the App Store and on Google Play. Also, you can now follow us on Instagram under the name Vida Abu or on Facebook under the name Vida Abundante Cicero. to be looking at another attribute of God, which is his faithfulness. Um, and in the past weeks, months, we had been in the book of Hosea by Pastor Jonathan bringing this beautiful story about Gomer, Hosea, but also God and Israel. And how um, we, throughout the story, are looking myself into it, I see more and more the faithfulness is all over the place. Faithfulness is from the beginning to the end. And today we'll be able to see that from the Old Testament all the way to the New Testament, how faithfulness is revealed to mankind. How faithfulness is revealed to men, to men and women. And that we need to be very knowledgeable about that so we can also acknowledge that the faithfulness of God is there for us today. How many of you say amen? So... Um, I just want to go ahead and just give you a little description before we, uh, I want to give you like a, uh, maybe go back and look into this uh, chapter 2, verse 18 to 19. But when we look at, uh, at faithfulness, of course, it's, it goes under the umbrella again of the word hezed. Um, we need to recognize that faithfulness is uh, one of the highest attributes of God that often uh, we can see it brings the kindness of the Father. A Father kindness that is for each one of us. And it's always towards the people of the covenant. This attribute indicates that it's a gift, a bond with each one of us. And throughout history, when we think about it, throughout history of salvation, His faithfulness reveals Himself unchangeable. Which means it cannot be changed, it cannot be alterated, even in the face of our constant unfaithfulness. Definitely today we will not be talking about unfaithfulness because that can take us at least a year when we think about us being unfaithful. Today it's all about God. It's about His faithfulness, not about us. And we need to realize that God is the rock of Israel. When we look into the Old Testament and we realize we see this God that is the rock of Israel, we need to know that his name symbolizes faithfulness, the truth of his word. It revealed to us a promise. His words do not pass. His promises are kept. God doesn't lie, doesn't retract himself. He designed and he will execute by his power, the word which comes out of his mouth. It doesn't return until after his fulfill his mission. God doesn't change. We change. We forget. We lie. But God doesn't change. He don't lie. It is not enough then to praise, and we need to know that Sometimes we come and we praise, and it's not enough to praise the divine faithfulness that God brings to us. 
or even proclaim it or talk to people about his faithfulness. We must understand that we need to pray, we need to seek God, we need to know that to be able to obtain that faithfulness, that fidelity of God, there's a duty for each one of us, a responsibility to seek his presence, to get to know him deeply the way he is, the way that he wanted to reveal himself, again, from the Old Testament all the way to the New Testament, from God to Jesus Christ. His faithfulness is there all the time. In fact, only God can convert his unfaithful people and give him happiness by making happiness that shall be the fruit that will grow from the earth. When we look at chapter 2 of the book of Hosea, I just want to read real quick these three verses. Of course, I'm focusing on faithfulness, but I just want to kind of like bring you back of what uh, Pastor Jonathan has been bringing in the book of Hosea. Last week, we heard Henry talking about another attribute, love. But we read in chapter 2, verse 18 on, and I will make for them a covenant on the day with the beast of the field, the birds of heavens, and creeping things of the ground. And I will abolish the bow, the sword, and the war from the land. And I will make you lay down in safety. And I will betroth you to me forever. I will betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice, and in steadfast love and in mercy. Verse 20, and I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, attribute, faithfulness, and you shall know the Lord. It's kind of difficult for me to just say I'm just focusing on verse 20. Because the more and more I read, I see from verse 18 all the way to 20, God revealing his faithfulness because he's telling us what he's going to do. He's telling Hosea through Gomer what is it that he's going to do. God is telling Israel what is it that he's going to do. He's revealing his faithfulness, this endless faithfulness. So when we read, we need to understand that God promised in verse 18, uh, uh, chapter 2, verse 18, that he will bless them in abundance, his faithfulness. There he will be no more violence in earth. They will live safely. God promised to marry them, suggested a new fresh beginning, faithfulness. He wants to repair that existed before, but to start something new. This new relationship will be a characteristic by persistent and consistence, meaning forever. Righteousness and justice, steadfast love and mercy, and faithfulness. And this has been the result that Israel will know who her husband is, the Lord God. I see faithfulness everywhere. But I want to focus on this word faithfulness and the faithfulness of God. And we need to understand that the church is the bride. The bride of Christ. So we are committed to our Lord. And we need to answer the question. Are we are committed to our Lord in this permanent relationship? 
We need to understand that it can never be broken or destroyed. There can never be a divorce from our husband, God. Flow of righteousness, justice, steadfast, love, mercy, faithfulness, and knowledge. What knowledge? The knowledge for us to understand that God is God at all times. In good times and in bad times. So this happened because of this new covenant. A covenant that is even revealed in Jeremiah 31st. I'm going to give you a lot of verses. I'm going to specifically focus on few. But there's going to be a lot of verses coming through. So you want to write this down. So it's a new covenant that is revealed in Jeremiah 31. From verse 31 to 34. And this covenant is between God and his people. The bride. And those who once were not a people are now the people of God. And we see that even from Hosea chapter 1, verse 10 to 23. But also we see that in the New Testament in 1 Peter 2.10. God has had mercy on us. We live in justice and faithfulness because we are committed to him forever. But one thing we need to kind of to get our place as humans, as men and women situated, is to, so this faithfulness, what is it that I need to do? Maybe I need to discover this faithfulness. I need to know more about this faithfulness. And if we see ourselves, we understand that we are truly unfaithful in every area of our lives. Unfaithful. More than anything towards God, we can be very much faithful to our job, faithful to our money, faithful to our relationship, faithful to many other things. But if we come down and we kind of like take a step back and realize how we're living life, we are truly unfaithful to God. And God is calling us to come back and be faithful to him before we are faithful to anything else. Because if we do the opposite, we will fall short before God. So I want to discover his faithfulness. I love this quote that I found from John Piper. He says, I want to know him in the way he suffered. I want to know him in the way he died. I want to know all there is to know about Jesus in my life. Don't you want to know more about God? I want to know more about his faithfulness. I think getting to know more about his faithfulness only reveals where am I, sta where am I standing and what do I need to do to get back to the place where I need to be. This story about Hosea is not just a story. It's not something that we read and, and we just admire the situation, the story about Israel and God, about Gomer and Hosea. And, and oh, wow. It's amazing the story that we're bringing in and for us to realize who God is. It's not for that. It's for us to be able to invest our life and to get deep into a relationship to know that, you know what, I am Israel. I am the people from Israel. I have done that. I have walked away from God many times. I am even Gomer. In my relationship with God, I am Gomer. Of course, people read and we bring the word and people applaud and 
wow, awesome. But if you come to realize, we are Gomer many times. We have prostituted the word of God. We have prostituted our relationship from God. Because we have walked away many times from God. Even though he has been merciful, faithful to give us opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And I know the word sounds hard, but it is the truth. Many times we have done as Gomer did to Hosea. We went out and slept. Again, being faithful to our, my job, to many other things out there in the world. And have walked away from God. So I want to know more about discovering this faithfulness. So today, when I think about faithfulness, God's faithfulness is true. And it has been demonstrated many times. In the Bible, we can see that God is faithful and that his word is true. If you look at the, if you read the book of Hebrew, chapter 6, verse 18 it says that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. We who have fled for refuge might have strong encouragement to hold fast to the hope set before us. Every pact that he makes is maintained through faithfulness. Each promise or prophecy has been fulfilled or will be fulfilled. Throughout the Bible, we, we find testimonies after testimonies of faithfulness of God. And still today, we find even the testimonies of you and me about how God has been faithful to us. In fact, if you read and you try to Look and seek about the faithfulness of God. You will find that there's a covenant between God and his people. And you can find over 270 times that the Bible will speak about his faithfulness. Over 270 times. How important that is about the faithfulness of God. Because it reminds us. It will give us a hint of what is it that we need to do to be faithful to God as he has been faithful to us. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9 says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. The faithful God who kept covenant and steadfast love in those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Commandments. I love this verse because when I was reading over and over, why is it that says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. Is it that he's letting me know that I am not realizing that my Lord God is God? That I do not realize that? I can read that he's God, but maybe my actions through faithfulness, not understanding his faithfulness, not realizing his faithfulness, maybe I do not see that he is God many times. We say, we talk about God. We believe to to know God, but maybe we are not with God. We hear about God many times. We read about God. But the question is, do you know God? Do you have a relationship with God? Have you seen his faithfulness through your life? Do you see how faithful God is from the beginning to the end? 
from the creation of the earth all the way to the end, that one day we'll be there. Do we? I don't think so. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. Is God. So the people of Israel were ready to enter. The people of Israel, the story about the people of Israel entering the promised land. And at this time, Moses gave some serious warning when we read this verse. One, had they had to execute the judgment of God on those pagan nations. And the other hand, they should avoid having dealing with them. They could seem very drastic measure, but they have been ordained by God after centuries of patience. Obedience to the word will free them from falling into the same issues, the same condemnation, and bring them blessings. It's another sense that the people felt uneasy about the defeat of their enemies. But they had to be confident remembering how God had guided them during 40 years in the desert. 40 years in the desert. God has guided them. He was faithful at all times. And maybe we feel like that at times in our lives. That we have been 40 years in the desert. We also have experienced being in the desert. But even though we are in the desert, God is there because his faithfulness will never leave us. Even though we might feel lonely, his faithfulness is there even though we have been unfaithful to him. So when we see faithfulness, as we saw this example of Moses, his people, also, we can see that the faithfulness of God is completely evident in, a, in his relationship with his people. God made a covenant of the land with Abraham. If you remember from the book of, in the beginning, we recognize Abraham as the father of many nations and has never stepped back on what he promised. And we if we remember, the, 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 the Jewish people has been scattered throughout the world. But God promised that they will return to the land that he promised Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all his descendants. We see that in Zechariah chapter 8, 7 and 8. And among the fulfillment of this promise of God, we find that the people of Israel will once again be a nation. A nation in the land that he said belongs to them. And we've seen, we've seen these past years from 1948 and on, we've seen how now they're coming back. They're coming back. Jewish people coming back and returning home. I reveal this just so we can know again that his faithfulness, it will never come back empty. 
His prophecy would never come back empty. It will be revealed at one point. That's how faithful God is. But also more of that example of God's faithfulness in keeping his promise with others can be found in many other verses throughout the Bible. And we see one of them that is very uh, vivid is with Noah. If you look at Genesis chapter 6, verse 17 and 18, we see how God will save Noah and his family. His faithfulness is revealed there. Not only revealed to bring safe, bring, have, have, uh, 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 bring him into safety, not only that, but his, his faithfulness is revealed even in everything that goes through. If you start reading, you're going to see that even the materials that he needed to build what he was building, the animals that he needed by the faithfulness of God was brought to him, everything. Everything that is needed. When God says something, you don't need to worry about how it's going to happen because his faithfulness will be with you and he will give you what you need. The question is, do we believe about his faithfulness? Do we understand his faithfulness? And do we realize that his faithfulness never comes back empty? I think that many times we do doubt about his faithfulness. We also see Moses in the book of Exodus 19.5 where God will save the Israelites if they obey. And this is all for us to understand that the faithfulness of God is not just something that is brought up in one verse, one story. One chapter, one book of the Bible. Again, it's from the beginning to the end. So there are many more, many more scriptures about God's faithfulness. However, none can be more transforming. When we move, we start moving throughout the word of God and looking at this, the beautifulness of God. No can be more transforming to our lives than those that declare his forgiveness of our sin. There are many Old Testament prophecies that, that promise the arrival of the Messiah, the Savior. The one who will give himself for the people. The faithful promise of God was fulfilled and we see that in the New Testament. When he sent Jesus to pay for our sin. No matter what sin we have committed. No matter how bad we are. God is faithful to forgive us if we only walk with him. If we only accept him. If we only reveal in our actions to understand that his faithfulness is with me. This is not about me. What can I give to God is what God is giving me. Many times we read the word of God and we twist the words. We do not understand maybe the words, but a lot of times we use the word of God as, as for my convenience. You see, all the stories that I see in the word of God in the Bible has nothing to do with humans. 
Even though, yes, there's stories, there's talk about this person and that person and the apostle. And, and of course, there's stories about people, but it has nothing to do with them. It's about God. It's all about God. It's all about God. What happened in the book of Hosea with Gomer, has, at the end of all, has nothing to do with them. It had to do with God and his people. It revealed the essence of who God is through his faithfulness. And we come and we hear the word, we sit in our city, great, that was an awesome story. Man, can I be like Paul? Can I be like Peter? Man, can I be that Ruth that is in the Bible? It had nothing to do with that. Why don't you say, I want to be like God. I want to be faithful like him. I want God to reveal to me and to my life what I need to do to change, to be different. Not through Paul. Yes, it's awesome man of God. Peter, yes, awesome man of God. Ruth, yes. But what better than looking at God as the only one, the creator, the faithful one, the one who sent his son to die for you and me on the cross. Nobody else did that in the Bible. So the word of God is about God, what he reveals to us. A beautiful story. When we look at Matthew 1, 21, 22, God sent his son, his faithfulness. We see his faithfulness in the New Testament in the book of Romans. Chapter 11, verse 25, 27, where God promised to take away our sin. We see it, we see it in Hebrew 5. Verse 5 and 10, where God anointed Jesus for being obedient. Story is all about God and his faithfulness. That's where we need to look at. But God is also faithful. And let me clarify this today. God is also faithful and disciplining his own. Do not get confused here. And I think Pastor Jonathan has said many times about, you know, understanding that the faith, in this case, I'm speaking about faithfulness. His faithfulness is going to be with us at all times. To love us, but also to bring discipline to us. And we need to be ready for that. We need to realize that. Because if we don't realize then, then we see ourselves questioning God. Why am I going through this? Why are you doing this to me, God? Well, maybe if you, instead of questioning him, question yourself, maybe you will see that you are the one who has been unfaithful to God. Why are you questioning him? His faithfulness is Perfect. When we are good, but also when we're bad, his faithfulness will be upon our lives. Psalm 11975. Psalm 11975. Chapter 119, verse 75 says, I know, O Lord, that your rules are righteous, and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me hmm do you know that 
Do I know that? The faithfulness of God is a truth that we must recognize when everything smiles at us. And also when we suffer a severe rebuke. It is the faithfulness of God that handles the rod of discipline. To recognize him like that is an act of humiliation before him and a confession that we deserve his correction. Can we do that? Can we come to that point where we will be able to confess and say, Lord, I know that I deserve your correction? <laughs> no, I, I think that we miss that point right there. That's the point where we start questioning God. And we're asking why this is going on in my life. We need to be truthful to ourselves. But in the beauty, in the midst of everything, there is a promise. There is a promise that we need to grab on and we need to hold on tight to our lives. Because God is so faithful that anyone who looks for him can find him. Faith is a gift. How many of you know that faith is a gift? Huh? Faith is a gift. But let me just remind you that even a gift must be opened. A gift must be opened in order to be able to enjoy it. If you don't open that gift, then it's just maybe a box or whatever it is, you know. But if you don't open it, you will never be able to enjoy it. And as I... As, as we put our faith into practice, we begin to realize more and more of God's faithfulness towards us. But again, look at the word that I'm using. As we put our faith into practice, into practice, then we're going to begin to realize more and more about this God's faithfulness towards us. So if you cannot see God's faithfulness the way we're speaking about it today, if you can, you know, if it sounds new to you, if you were never gone deeper into a relationship with God to understand what is it that he wants to do for you through faithfulness, then you need to start practicing your faith. You need to realize that there's more just than just to come to church on Sunday. There's more just than just sitting a couple of hours and reading the word. There's more than just sometimes praying, pray for my food, and pray maybe before I go to sleep. There's more. And that more tells me that I need to get into a deep relationship with God and get to know him, his essence of who he is through faithfulness. First of Corinthians Chapter 1, verse 9 says, God is faithful by whom you were called into a fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. First of Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 13 says, No temptations has overtaken you that is not coming to men. God is faithful. God is faithful. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. 
but with the temptation, he will also provide the way to escape. You see? And when you do not understand his faithfulness, when you don't get into this relationship with God, then you don't understand his faithfulness, you cannot escape. You cannot escape from things. But if you are able to get into this deep relationship with God and understanding his faithfulness, then you will understand that he will provide the way for you to escape. And it finalizes it with that you may be able to endure it. To endure it. Our walk with God through his faithfulness. If we're not feeling it, it's because we have forgotten about how faithful we should be to God also. And we just expect for God to be faithful to us only. In John chapter 1, verse 19, we are told, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. With complete certainty, with complete certainty, we can have confidence that God will forgive us. Without the ability to do so, it will not be God. He is the only true God. That is through his faithfulness. Are you getting me this morning? Do you understand where we stand with this faithfulness? Do you understand how God is revealing his faithfulness through the whole word of God? Through the Bible, it's all about faithfulness. Psalm 36, 5 says, your steadfast love, O Lord, extend to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. So the word faithfulness it's a word that requires many things, many things to those who practice it, such as love, respect, commitment, loyalty. And this is perfectly associated in connection with our Heavenly Father. The faithfulness of God is one of the greatest blessings that we can receive, brothers and sisters. One of the greatest blessings we can live confident that his faithfulness will never fail his faithfulness will never fail it'll surpass everything that we can conceive and understand and maybe your human experience my human experiences at time we have a different image or concept of faithfulness but it is impossible for God to stop being faithful God is always faithful despite our failures. Despite our failures. God cannot stop for being what he is. He can stop loving you, loving me, no matter how great your sin or my sin is. So great is his mercy. And many times, it is in difficult moments when we Despair. In critical moments, difficult moments. And when we doubt the faithfulness 
and the presence of God, then we fall. But it is in those moments when the presence of God is more revealed to us to understand how much we need to seek God, how much we need to walk a true son and daughter life of God. The faithfulness of God is eternal and perfect. I love that Paul rested on the faithfulness of God. Yes, Paul rested on the faithfulness of God. Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12, I know whom I have believed, and I am certain that he is able to keep my deposit for that day. He rested on that. I know whom I have believed. Do you know who you have believed? Do you believe more in your pastor? Do you believe more, again, in your job? Do you believe more in your money? Do you believe more in your relationship? Or do you believe God, his promise? His faithfulness, what he wants to reveal for all of us. The understanding of this truth about faithfulness will free you and me. No matter what's going on in your life, we can say many things. I don't know. Check yourself today. What is it that you're going through right now? And whatever you're going through right now, just know that if we, if we understand this truth about his faithfulness, man, we will walk today free. We will walk away knowing that God is in control through his faithfulness. When we are full of depression, anxiety, when we see our situation in fear, when we look to the future with a negative expectation, then we need to realize, and this is for you to cut yourself, cut yourself doing this, that that's then when we need to realize that we're rejecting the faithfulness of God. No, I'm not going to have a negative future. No, I'm not going to go through this depression. No, I'm not going to be under this anxiety. No, I'm not. Because I know that the faithfulness of God, I would not reject it and know that he is the true God and he will change my situation because I believe in that God who does everything from the beginning to the end. I do not reject his faithfulness towards me. No matter how good I am, no matter how bad I am, if I will seek his presence, and ask for forgiveness and tell him that I want to start over again, he will give me that opportunity. There is a God. Let me tell you today that there is a God who has heard your prayers in the past, but today I tell you that he will not fail to meet your needs at the time of trouble because his faithfulness is forever. Let me repeat that so you can wake up this morning 
There is a God. More than anything else, there is a God who has heard your prayers in the past, no matter what you've been going through in the past, and will not fail to meet your needs at the time of trouble because his faithfulness is forever. Say with me, his faithfulness is forever. One thing is to say it. Another thing is to believe it. Let me just give you that hint before you leave today. We need to believe that his faithfulness is forever. Job 5.19. Can somebody go up, please? In the book of Job 5.19, the word of God says, he will deliver you from six troubles. In seven, no evil shall touch you. The understanding this morning of this truth will hold you back our impatience complaints. The Lord knows what is best. That's the bottom line. He knows what is best for each one of us. And we must learn to rest in his faithfulness. Going back to Hosea, to that verse 19, 20, I'm sorry. Again, when we read this verse 20 says, And I will withdraw you to me in faithfulness, and you shall know the Lord. You see, it doesn't matter what Israel did. Because at the end, Israel, because of what they did, they had to pay a price. It had nothing to do with God. God was always there. Never left. Kept on and on and on. Letting them know what needed to happen, what needed to change. What they needed to pursue. When we see the life of Hosea and Gomer, beautiful story. A man who stand strong, faithful for Gomer. Even though... He was in a relationship of a woman who slept with many men. Who kept doing what was not right. But he's too strong because of the faithfulness of God. So today, can we say, no matter what am I going through, no matter how hard it is, I'm going to stop being faithful to many other things in my life. And I'm going to begin to be faithful to God. <laughs> because I truly want to find out, learn about His faithfulness. God is faithful forever and evermore. Can you rise? Let's pray.
Father, we just want to thank you for this time that you allow us to come together. Thank you for revealing to us, Father, first and foremost, that for us not to be confused, that this word, the Bible, is all about you. It's not about us. And life should be all about you, not about us. We should not just look for you in times of need. If anything, we should look for you at all times and start practicing for once how to be faithful to you. Thank you because your faithfulness will not leave us. Your faithfulness will be there forever with us. Thank you because today we can understand that we need to analyze. We need to look deep into our inside and to let your Holy Spirit speak into each one of us. What do we need to change to be more faithful to you? But more than anything, I cannot change and be more faithful to you if I do not realize how faithful you are to me. Thank you. Thank you for being faithful to us. Thank you for your faithfulness. A faithfulness that will be with us forever and forevermore. In your name we thank you. Amen. Amen. You have a blessed day. God bless you.